welcome to the Aqua Girl Pod Adventures episode 38. We did it. It's just me and my little fur. I'm giving like rich auntie vibes in the studio. I wanted to end the show. Well, the yeah, the show with me. I'm trying to build my confidence in doing solo shows. So that's a goal for 2021 of mine to do more solo shows. And you can hear authentic. Here I go authentically me so um before i get into the we did it my little 2020 wrap up i want to tell you a couple things that's going on around atlanta a couple weeks ago i went to best Ann brewery in the west end they have like a mingle and jingle going on to the beginning of the year some of the best food i've had i think if you follow me you've seen the lobster roll that i had it was so good and i had a drink called the fa la 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 which was divine. And also I'm going back because they have really good beer and other food as well. So if you're in the holiday spirit and want to get out and do something, please check them out. They're located off of um, White Street, close to the West End. So that's definitely something to check out. Today I'm actually going to SCAD. They have a new, um, I don't even know. I got to see what it is, but it's Ruth Carter's. She's the um, costume design from like a lot of great shows. Uh, Black Panther was one of them. So it's called Afrofuturism and costume design. So she has a whole setup and I'm actually going today after I record the show. So you'll see pictures on Instagram and everything. I'm really excited about her because I'm a, I'm a huge fan and I loved Black Panther. That's one of my all-time favorites. So I'm going to check that out today after the show and make sure you check it out. It's, expensive. it's not that expensive. It was $10 for the ticket and you have to purchase in advance. You have to wear your mask and they are limiting how many people in the different time spots. So it is safe. So I put the whole little wrap up on Instagram a little bit later today. So I want to talk about a lot of my 2020 wins because I know 2020 was rough, rough for us, us all, but it provided clear vision for me. I was able to focus on my healing from the inside out. It was truly a year of peace, clarity, and personal growth. I was able to get great rest, okay? Some other little minor wins. I was able to learn how to do my hair from YouTube, okay? I know how to box braid. Well, fake box braids. Box braids. I do the crochet method. And I did, like, the passion twist. That was my whole little thing that I wore for the majority of this year. I, done, I learned how to do my nails, even though I went to the salon for the first time all year yesterday because I just wanted to get out the house and uh, treat myself to something because... I'm tired of sitting in the house right now. I'm trying to end the year with a bang, but sometimes I get claustrophobic by sitting in there all day. So yesterday I went to the nail salon and, you know, got me some little festive red nails for the the holiday season. But yeah, 2020 was good to me. I'm, I'm, I learned how to actually wholeheartedly love myself. Not saying I didn't love myself in prior years, but I, I noticed that I put others before myself and not really tr staying true to me. And, you know, this, is what's the, this was the hard reset that I needed to really focus on Arkita and replenish her 
so she can be strong. You know, last year I went through all that domestic issues and, you know, I really was hard on myself, not treating myself with kindness. So this hard stop created that pivot for me to really focus on healing myself from the inside out, feeding myself better foods, exercising, meditating, getting in my Bible. So it, it's, it's great. So I want to provide some other things to ponder on as you wrap up 2020. Um, this is from um, Nedra. She's on Instagram. I think it's I'll tag her because I hope I'm not saying her name because I have a unique name as well. But she provided nine questions to ask yourself before you wrap up 2020. So here they are. I'm going to actually post this on the Aqua Girl Pod Instagram. So you can do these journaling prompts before the end of the year because I, I started doing them as well. What did 2020 teach me about myself? From last year to now, how have I grown big and small? How do I cope with stress? What can I do differently to manage my stress? And what ways will I take care, better care of myself in 2020 where? What limiting belief am I holding on to? How will my life be different if I relief, released my limited beliefs? What do I need to practice doing more or less of? What boundaries issues do I see in my relationships with others? And this is like the one of the best ones out of here. What's one small thing that I can do to change my life? Perfect, 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 perfect. So I will tag her and make sure I put this on when I launch the show where you can actually have them out and, you know, screenshot it for yourself because I've been doing like one or two a night in my journal and I want to have like all questions done before I end 2020. And so... Like I stated earlier, you know, 2020 was my clear vision year. So 2021 is going to be my rebirth. That's the theme of 2020 for me. So I'm going to share a couple of 2021 prep that I'm doing as well, which is going to start with in the next couple of days. I'm going to, I'm getting, I've been getting material together for my vision board. So I'm going to do that because I want to move next year. And I've been looking at like a couple of townhouses. So that's one of my major goals I wanted to complete before 2021, definitely. So a couple of my bullet points I want to share that I'm going to do. I'm going to be saving more. I'm going to be eating better because I swear over the course of this year, I got in shape, was fake vegan because I was eating better. Then I kind of went back it would just eat everything. So I kind of went on the roller coaster ride. So I want to definitely eat better. You know, I'm not going to limit myself because I do, I still love steak. I don't eat it regularly, but I do want to put more quality foods and, you know, juices and smoothies and other supplements to keep, you know, to ensure that my immune system is healthy. So I'm definitely going to eat better and exercise because Soon as daylight side saving times hit, I'll stop exercising, stop doing my yoga. I don't know, because I was doing it in the house. Because I have a couple of YouTube playlists that I go through for my exercises. I don't even do that no more. Like, once I stop working, I just get on the couch and look at TV. So now I'm going to dedicate 
sometime either in the morning or after work to exercise. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to put more into my savings. Yes, because we just still don't know how the economy is going to shift next year. Also, I'm working on some of my relationship non-negotiables. You know, I have been working on my personal growth and things. You know, I was like, I think I might want to step back and get into dating at some point of next year, but I want to have a clear way or dating with a, a, a different purpose this year, well, next year when I start. So I listened to a podcast called um, Her Space, H-E-R Space. I'll, la- I'll link the actual podcast in the show notes so you can listen. It's, um, the episode that I listened to was Getting the Relationship You Deserve. And why I want to share this is because she said something that was very profound. She was like, um, you know, if you veer away from your your non-negotiable, you're settling. And that spoke with me because like a lot of my relationships, I kind of throw some of the things that are important to me under the rug for the sake of keeping someone in my life. And that has never worked out for me. So I, uh, I'm going to share some of my relationship non-negotiables that I, you know, wrote down after listening to the podcast because it was just like, you know, these are some of the things that I'm not going to veer away, away from. So the first on my list is like family goals because I'm single. I do want to have kids. So the person I date, I want to make sure they have family goals kind of in line with minds, you know, do you want to have kids? Do you want to get married? You know, also, what is your relationship with your family? Family is very important to me. Uh, you know, everyone knows that I help out with my grandmother often. I'm always around my mom and my dad and everyone. So I want to date someone that has similar values in that area. Also, work ethic. You know, I have my hands in a lot of pots. I work full time. I also have a blog. I have my podcast. I have my product line. So, like, what is your work ethic like? You know, are you an entrepreneur? Are you working 95? Are you both like me? Like, are you financially stable? In the past, I've dated people that was not financially stable as I, and then I'm taking on the burden from them not knowing how to, you know, handle their finances. So going forward, that's something that I will not waver on. Also, you know, also respect, and I mean, like, just honesty, being truthful, those are just core values. How do you respect the person that you with? Also, violence is very important. You know, how do you handle your anger? How do you process anger? You know, are you, do you know how to communicate when you're angry? Those are a lot of things that, well, these are the core things that I'm looking for. Those are some of my non-negotiables. So I can ensure that I get the relationship that I deserve because I spent majority of 2020 really working through some of my past relationship issues so I can have more clarity and personal growth and know what I want in future relationships. So also that's one of the things I'm working on in 2021. Saving, eating better, maybe dating with a purpose and moving into another home. And cuz I'm also working to try to pay off my car cuz I'm going to I'm going to keep my baby cuz it's a good fuel efficiency car. So that's also. So I just wanted to do a quick wrap up. You know, 
for you guys. I appreciate it, even though I didn't do this many episodes this year that you still listen to them. And I appreciate you all. And we definitely made it. 2021 is looking brighter already. We have Joe Biden, Kamala Harris going into office in January. So we're headed in the right direction. So I just want to tell everybody, just stay in your peace, keep your joy, and we're going to rock this thing out. And so I also have a favor. Please, for whatever uh, medium that you listen to, please subscribe. It will be a it will make me so happy if you will leave a review. It helps me with my ranking. It helps other people, you know, find the podcast because I do really work hard on the show, getting guests, prepping, and getting in the studio. So if you can help, you know, extend my reach, write a review of your honest thoughts, subscribe, tell your friends. That will be my Christmas gift from you guys. Doesn't cost a thing. And also... Uh, I have a little quote to leave you, uh, but before I do, please be safe Christmas and New Year's because I won't talk to you until January. Please wear your mask, social distance, wash your hands because, you know, I don't know if many people have noticed, but Grady Hospital has reached capacity. Uh, they tweeted that out. The HAC tweeted that out. So. Please be safe and take care of yourself. And, you know, it's, it's really getting real out here. But my, like, positive note to end the show for 2020, you have to release to receive. Mwah. Until next year, you guys. <laughs>